0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats Podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95 al khair and welcome back to the second hour of life feeds Ramadan Kareem to all this hour we are going to be talking journeys of change and what happens when you get to that place of realizing that where you are is not where you want to be Dr. Natalia Vahovsky or think Natalia as she is known online joins us to tell us her story and discuss personal branding what is it and why do we need it? She also tells us why apparently LinkedIn is the new Instagram. We're going to find out about that and a lot more right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. It is Life Beats here on uh, Pulse 95 and I'm very pleased to be welcoming into the studio none other than Dr. Natalia Verhovsky. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Sally.
0: So good to have you with us, uh, Dr. Natalia. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Your story is um, one of uh, breakthrough and change and um, one that can be familiar to a lot of people where you find yourself, um, you might be living a quote unquote successful life. It looks successful to everybody else, but you're not happy and you realize that this is not for you and you decided to make a change. So talk to us about you yourself, um, you know, where you got to and how you did that.
1: Absolutely. So I went for the traditional path in the sense that I studied, I had my master's degree and then my first job was abroad, you know, leaving Germany, working for the Abu Dhabi Education Council, working for government, everybody was impressed. I did that and then I moved to Dubai and worked for a private company and over there as a marketing manager I made sure that the company won awards and we were on the covers of leading magazines. And I earned so much money that I could have my own sports car. You know, we Germans, we love our cars. Of course. Yeah. And um, celebrating brunches and being on a yacht and shopping. And it was literally the dream life that you would see on a series in American TV. So it was, I ticked all of the boxes and I woke up every morning feeling Empty. You know, I hit the snooze button three, four times. I needed to start the day with sugar and caffeine. I needed to drive like a crazy person. I got speeding fines every day. It was horrible. It was horrible. I wasn't eating healthy. I unlearned how to smile, I turned more and more sarcastic and nothing made sense until I understood one day that life doesn't need to be so much pain and so mediocre and so much suffering. And then it appeared to me that maybe what Gandhi said that I need to be the change that I wish to see in the world is exactly my journey. So what is it that I don't like about society or the way how we treat each other as human beings? And maybe I should start with unlearning everything that I've ever learned, with questioning everything and with becoming a role model or a human being that I would look up to, because at that stage I didn't like myself and what my mind told me about myself, how I thought about myself, how I spoke about myself, was so sabotaging, so insulting, so painful, I needed a break.
0: I just, I I think it's really interesting that you kind of just described the life that many, many people aspire to. So what exactly, I want to kind of get to the root of this. What exactly made you unhappy?
1: I had the feeling as if I'm a wasted resource. So I was sitting in the office and I was making sure that, yes, the company was successful and we got PR and everything was glitter and glamour, but that didn't fulfill me. Mm -hmm. I thought that this doesn't make sense on a bigger scale. There are people who are dying. There is the planet that is, is getting, it's not getting better. There are so many meaningful things that I could do. And I had the feeling that somebody needs to do it. And why isn't it me? So, two things.
0: You felt like you didn't have purpose or impact.
1: Yes, both. Right. I felt lost. Okay.
0: So, how did you kind of go from being uh, feeling so lost and then, you know, coming to finding your purpose and creating a, a life and a business and a name that has impact?
1: Very good question. So I decided to quit my job, my safe job, my stable career, and everybody thought I'm crazy. I'm losing my mind. So I said no or goodbye to 85% of the people that I knew and I said, I'm going through a life drama crisis. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I need to go. And uh, the majority of people believe that. I think uh, you need to be a little bit of an actress to do that just to avoid conflict and, and discussion and debate. And so that's what I did. I quit my job. I said goodbye to the people I knew. And I locked myself away at home for approximately nine months and I decided to change the way I think, speak, eat, consume and the way how I spent my day. So I ran into a life concept, which is called the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. So I woke up every morning at five o'clock and I started with meditation. And I understood very quickly that meditation is nothing religious. It is like taking out the garbage out every day, the garbage that you have in your mind. And then I learned to listen and I I listened and I understood that we cannot be in the now, as crazy as this may sound. Our mind will always go back to the past and we beat ourselves up for something that we did or didn't do. Or we are totally we are afraid of something that might happen in the future. So at a certain stage, I wrote down everything, all of these fears and ideas and insecurities. And worked on them with coaches, with shamans, with therapists, with consultants, with anybody who could help me who are experts in these fields. And I read up to six books per week and I continued studying philosophy until I had small breakthroughs. Every, every day I gave my best to be a tiny little bit better than I was yesterday. Wow. That's just, that's extraordinary.
0: But a lot of people, you know, they hear that and, and they might be in a place where they're thinking, you know, I, I hate my job um, it, and I, I want out. But, uh, you know, they could be comfortable enough that they're just like, well, I don't want to lose my salary because you're going to lose that salary. You're going to lose that security of having something um, that is stable. Like you said, you, you let go of the stability of it all. Um, they're not going to make that that shift and that leap. Mm. Um, so what's the difference between somebody who feels it, feels what you're feeling, doesn't do anything about it, but and, and someone like you who just
1: lets it all go and says, I'm going? I think what is important to understand is that it's all based on values and how you want to live what you want out of life. So there are people whose values around security are the most important values in their life and they will always go for security and they are willing to pay with life quality for security. But I'm not such a person. Insecurity is one of the values that I really, really don't care about. For me, purpose, helping others and feeling happy. but happy in a deeper way, not like, oh, my God, I bought myself new shoes. Happy, content, happy, (laughs) deep contentment. Happy is more important. And not again, not everybody will feel like that. But I belong to those individuals who say that my happiness, my health, my sanity is more important than security.
0: Well, we've got with us uh, right here in the studio. Think Natalia, uh, Dr. Natalia. Wachowski. She is here. She is a bilingual keynote speaker. Uh, She is a personal branding strategist, a Forbes coach, coaches council member. My God, this title is so long. I need coffee. Uh, LinkedIn unicorn and Middle East leading edutainer. We're going to be in just a moment asking you about some of the tough questions that you decided to ask yourself in order to take yourself, your life, to a whole new level really interesting discussion right here on life beats on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 you're listening to the life beats podcast life beats life beats with sally Musa, only on pulse 95 95 We are back with Dr. Natalia Vahovsky. She is Think Natalia online and uh, talking about how to transform your life into something that is going to give you purpose, is going to make impact. How do you tell your story and how do you create your own brand? There's so much in this, uh, Natalia, but what's really interesting is you kind of started out with a set of questions when you made that leap uh, from your old life to your new life, shall we say. Yeah. Um, you, you kind of had a list of questions that you decided, to, which, which are not comfortable questions. So what were some of those questions and what did you find out? For
1: me, it was, what if maybe all of the things that I've learned are not exactly that? Like what is it that, the? what happens if the truth doesn't exist? That was one of the question. What if it really depends on your values? What happens if there is not the definition of happiness, not the definition of success? What if these are concepts that we need to design on, they're fine for ourselves? Very, very painful, I didn't know what to do. What if, Maybe society and the rules that we are given are some sort of orientation line or some guidelines for the majority of people. But if you feel that fire burning in you, you might dig deeper and explore your own versions of that. Mm. What if the majority of people act like sheep? What if the majority of people are sleeping? And what if we all could wake up? and live healthier, better and find our own definitions of success and happiness and design the life that we truly want. Can I tell you one of some of my favorites yeah. from your list? Am I abnormal? Yeah.
0: What does that mean anyway? <laughs> a lot?
1: Exactly. What does normal mean? What does that mean? Normal comes from norm, again, which is some guidelines. A lot of people since kindergarten told me, I'm a weirdo. I'm a freak. You're not normal. You're different. We get, most
0: people get told that in one shape or another. You know, it, it, it's, it's about discovering what makes you abnormal in a great way. Uh, But uh, another one is uh, what if self-growth and development are more important to me uh, than social and financial stability,
1: you know, and what are the consequences of that? And the consequences were maybe you sit down on your four letters and figure out how you want to live, how you contribute, because money... That's another thing. I believe that we misunderstand the concept of money and that we need to understand what money really means to us, which again means something different to every person. So I started then with asking myself, in the perfect world, if gender and religion and skin color would not matter, and I had everything that it takes, and if I was healthy, what would I do all day to have the feeling of yes I've achieved something I helped other people mm. that's a big one uh, but I like the how you got real about it as well you go what if
0: uh, am I wrong or naive when aiming for it? A drama-free, positive, fulfilled life. Where does all the negative negativity come from? You know, that's a thing. You know, is it is it naive to think we can live a drama-free life uh, that is just fabulous because we're doing what we want to do? And, you know, does that mean that hardship doesn't exist?
1: I was a little bit confused around the question... Are we may be brainwashed by the things that we see in Hollywood and Bollywood movies and all the Disney fairy tales. It's always around that one person that comes and saves us. Yes. <laughs> but what happens if you have to save yourself? And what happens if you really saved yourself maybe then you can inspire other people to save themselves as well. And then if we all saved ourselves, there is no more war in us. There is no more pain. There is no more drama. And then this positivity or however you want to call it, this balance, this harmony is possible. I reached a stage in which I thought, and again, I judged myself as crazy. I came to a stage in which I thought we all have war in our heads, the way how we talk about ourselves is very, very painful and negative. And if we don't change that on the inside, this is how the world is going to look like outside. So fix yourself first, learn to love and accept yourself first, be gentle to yourself. Don't beat yourself up all the time and see how the outside world beautifully evolves and changes around that. 100%. Uh,
0: So out of all of that, okay, you found the answers.
1: What did you find? What did you create? I understood that my dream job and my dream life does not exist unless unless I design it. Which was a huge paradigm shift for me because then I understood that means I am responsible for my life. Mm. That means it's not the future husband or it's not my mom, it's not my dad. It might not even be a higher entity. It's me because I have choice. And that was... It took, me, it took me a while to fully grasp that. And then I said, okay, you know what? Let's do it that way. Let's create a list with all of the things that you always wanted to do because they're so cool or they're so prestigious and you always wanted to do them. So I did that. I created a list that said modeling and I created a list which said blogging and writing and coaching and consulting and social media and helping other people. And I kept my eyes and ears open. And whenever the universe or life presented me with such an opportunity, I jumped on it. I did it. And I asked myself, what do I like? What is it that I don't like? And why? And will I continue that? Yes or no? And then either either continue or stop doing it. So I went through so many funny, unconventional mini jobs before I figured out what I want to do. I literally failed myself up to my dream lifestyle and job you failed yourself up
0: i love that so much i love it i think natalia is here uh, this is how you became a, a brand strategist for people personal branding strategist we're going to talk more about that what is a personal brand why does each one of us need to design their own because we've all got one it's just are we designing our own personal brand? That's all coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa Only on Pulse 95. 95. Have you ever met a LinkedIn unicorn? Well, we have one in the studio right now. Uh, Dr. Natalia Vahovsky is here, or think Natalia. Um, we're talking about your journey which is and, and your story, which is super interesting, um, and how you came to be. What is a LinkedIn unicorn? Let's
1: just get this cleared up here. <laughs> Yes, sure. So a unicorn is somebody or something that is very unique, that is different, that stands out, that is positive, that doesn't care about what other people say, that that inspires other people. And for me, LinkedIn is my core social media platform and the whole title that I use to confuse and inspire people, this LinkedIn unicorn title, is based on an article that was written maybe a year ago. And the gentleman who wrote it, he published it in Inc. magazine. And he asked people who use LinkedIn as a platform, what are you different? What do you do different? How is your marketing approach? You know, not the standard way of how people would expect you to react. So he approached a few people and he chose the best answers, created this article around it. And none of the individuals who were interviewed made use of this fantastic idea. So I said, you know what? Mm as I work in personal branding, which is marketing, I decided to make that my title. I bought myself a fluffy unicorn onesie from Dragon Mart. And uh, there you go, started to do my LinkedIn videos in that unicorn onesie. I asked my graphic designer to design t-shirts for me which said LinkedIn unicorn. And now people from all around the world in the most random situations sent me pictures of unicorn and say, I was thinking about you. That's crazy. That's like everybody just,
0: so, okay. You're a LinkedIn unicorn and you're a personal branding strategist. What I love is, um, you know, what you just talked about. You started failing your way up into exactly who you wanted to be. You started trying lots of different things. You started writing and modeling. Um, so, you know, this is incredible. Um, talk to us a bit more about that and why that was kind of vital in in. As you say, creating the job for you, the the dream job that didn't exist.
1: Hmm. yeah, so I I always saw myself as a person who has, a lot of different skills. So, for example, to give you an idea, when I was when I was studying, when I was studying social science, I used to be a competitive athlete. I used to be a dancer for over 10 years. So, I loved the stage. I was very charismatic on stage. But dancing for me was, no, 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 I'm not going to do that for a living. But I loved the stage and I love somehow entertaining people. So, that was something that I knew. So, I somehow added that to my list of things that I want to do. And the modeling thing, for me, it's so much fun to be funny or crazy or beautiful in front of the camera because it somehow inspires people. It makes their day better. But how do I monetize that? So I needed to experiment with modeling. And for me, I am a very sensitive person, although I know that people perceive me as a very strong, um, maybe very masculine sometimes character, Um, I'm very sensitive on the inside and what I've learned over the years is to express my thoughts and to give my best to do that in an authentic, vulnerable way to show other people that they are not alone and that we all have similar problems. So by testing different jobs and by playing with these skills, I understood that I want the stage and I want the modeling and I want the writing and I love the social media and I love helping people until literally things happened. So it was a comment from a friend here, try this. It was an information that appeared once and twice and thrice until I understood Ah, maybe that's a sign from above. Okay, so let's teach people social media. Let's dig deeper into storytelling because that's a problem. Let's show people how to do videos because apparently that's another challenge. Let's teach them how to be clear in their communication. And it all literally ended up in one day, there was a woman and she approached me with a book and she said, you know, Natalia, I'm too busy to read the book. But in the end, it's exactly what you do anyway. So could you study that book and then teach me what it is? And the book said personal branding. And I've learned that it's never good to admit that you don't know something publicly. Just find a <laughs> diplomatic way around it. And I said, oh, yes, of course, that's what I do. Uh, when do you want me to read it? And she said two weeks. So I had a look at this book and I studied and I realized that everything, all the skills that I've been training over the last weeks and months in the end are required to build a charismatic thought leadership personal brand and my studies being a social scientist and a doctor of philosophy perfectly fits into it because you need to understand human behavior human connection relationships so i decided okay i'm going to teach people in personal branding and so okay let's start at the
0: beginning what is personal branding Uh, Because we all do it, but some of us uh, do it consciously and some of us do it unconsciously. Uh, So talk to us about that. Where do
1: we start with the whole idea of personal brand? I think the best quote or definition of personal branding comes from Jeff Bezos, the founder of um, Amazon. And he apparently once said that a brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. So a brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room, which means that you have a personal brand. It doesn't matter if you like it or not, you have one. And it means that other people have a lot of power and their opinions shape that brand. So when we are aware of this, we can change the game or this relation a little bit in a sense that we say, okay, So this is how people perceive me, but how do I want to be perceived? And what are my values? And what do I stand for? And what's my crazy trademark so that people will remember me? For me, for example, it's my glasses, right? It is your glasses. I know you by your glasses.
0: I've seen you online, you know, in the amazing turquoise frames that you wear. It's your signature now. Uh, But it's interesting. I want to ask you, how do you know what people are saying about you behind your back? How do you how do you start that first step where you're aware? Mm-hmm. You know, like how, how does somebody go about kind of doing that? Do you ask people? Do you say, you know, what is what, what
1: do you think yep. of me? Absolutely. So when I work with my clients, one of the first tasks that I always provide them with is ask your five best friends and family members. And then ask five colleagues, what am I great at and what am I the expert in? And the funny thing is that you will be confronted with so many gifts and traits and talents that you have that you are not aware of, that you take for granted, which the majority of cases is your magic. And the funny thing is also that in a majority of cases, what these people say, you would have phrased it as a weakness and as something negative. So, for example, your friend might say, you are so wonderfully unique. I love your authenticity. While you might have said, I'm such a crazy weirdo, nobody loves me, I'm so unnormal. See the difference? So, this is what makes you stand out. Use that as a way to speak to people, to be different in front of videos, to write articles that are provocative align- or aligned with provocative but along the lines or in line with your values because you always decide how far you go. And in the end we need to keep in mind that social media is a game or a business of attention. So you need to find ways how to stand out, how to be seen, how to be heard and to continuously repeat your message so that on the one hand you inspire people to change, on the other side make a social impact And the third element is then also, of course, to generate leads and to convince people to work with you. It
0: can be, though, uh, that a lot of people, uh, they might be inspiring some uh, to change or inspiring people in one way or another, but they don't know how to monetize that. So this is really interesting uh, we're going to come back to developing your personal brand you know what that means what are the different aspects to consider when you're and and you mentioned social media that is a very big one it's almost like we don't exist if we're not on social media uh, so how do we make the most of that our social media presence for our personal brand and lots more coming up next this is pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse ninety five. Okay, so we're talking personal branding with Think Natalia. Uh, Natalia, where do we kind of start in terms of personal branding when we're uh, thinking about, you know, going through the, the process that you did and um, thinking about, okay, so what kind of impact do I ha- want to have on the world? Do I want to be an influencer or somebody who has real influence and real impact on people? Uh, how do we distinguish between that? Because we can often, uh, oftentimes get lost in the whole social media world. We were just talking about Kim Kardashian and how much she pa- gets paid per Instagram post. A million dollars, up to a million dollars, mm. which is mind-boggling and incredible. But, you know, she has, she's very clear about her personal brand. Uh, somebody else might say, well, I'd love a million dollars, but I don't want to be doing that mm-hmm. in order to achieve, uh, you know, my financial dreams or whatever it is. So, so how do you kind of, you know, um, what, what do we need to be thinking about when we want to shape our own personal brand?
1: I think we need to start on the very basic idea, or that's at least my life philosophy. I do believe that life is just a stage and that we are actors but we are also the director and we're the script writer and social media is the stage from which you're speaking. Because back then it was very difficult to find people that are listening to you. You needed to hop on a radio, you needed to pay a lot of money to be on TV, but social media, which is a part of media, makes it easier for us all to share our opinion, to express our ideas. So in the end, social media is a new platform, how you build your tribe, how you express yourself and explain people who you are and what you do. And I think when you see it as a tool to add value and to shape the perception around you, that's a very healthy start. So we also need to keep in mind, as you said, that without social media, you're a little bit awkward today. The first thing that we do, it doesn't matter if we go for a job interview or if somebody invites us for a date or for a coffee, we Google that person. (laughs) Right? always always yes, yes. oh we instagram that person and you have a problem in two cases you have a problem when i do not find any information about you because then again we live in 2019 like where do you come from from the 80s that's bizarre again i put you in the weirdo box which is not a good thing and then the other side we have a problem if we find pictures of you semi naked intoxicated at the pool party, right? because only because you think it's safe and you posted it on Facebook or Instagram in your feed and the world cannot see it, your friends can see that. And if they show it to somebody who maybe knows somebody, maybe that person is your boss, or maybe that person is a recruiter. So we need to be smart. We need to be aware with what kind of content we put out there. And I always say, do the mummy test so before you post something ask yourself would i be okay with my mom seeing that mm. and if the answer is no you simply don't post it don't do it right and if you would then argue yeah but well, my mom and i we don't have a good relationship okay let's use another example if that picture and if that caption would be printed on the number one newspaper in your city or country would that be adding value and would that be you know, increase the value of your personal brand or would you have an image problem? If the latter is the case, don't post it. So use social media as a platform to shape an image around you, to tell people your story, what you stand for, what's important to you and to add value. Don't post for the sake of bragging or for showing people how amazing you are. It's about meaning and it's about, again, making a difference adding value Mm. and I mean in all of this honesty is a
0: big one as well being honest about your experience and and how you feel about things uh can also go a long way can't it because people connect with that because it's refreshing to see somebody who's honest about uh, success not being everything that it's cracked up to be it's Mm. you know it's, it's not the usual stuff that you'd see scrolling
1: through a feed Absolutely. I mean, I on purpose post pictures of me in the most natural, normal scenarios. I would never... Take a picture of, for example, a luxury car. And now here comes the funny, crazy part. There are people who rent a car, they rent a dress, they hire a photographer, they take pictures of themselves at the red carpet event or with that car, or they go to a bank account, take all of their money, take pictures of that, post it on Instagram, and then four hours later, they bring back the money, they bring back the dress, and they bring in the car and they (laughs) pretend that they live this lifestyle. That is insane. (laughs) You just borrowed it all. Right? So why do you do that? How did you, how did, I just lost three seconds out of my life watching that.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Could have been two minutes. Uh, But you kind of break it down. You kind of say the personal branding is your online, which we've just been talking about, uh, inside, outside, and offline. So there are four different kind of parts to your personal branding image and mm-hmm. in, in, so take us through that we won't have time to go through all of it yeah sure we've sure. got a couple more minutes okay. uh, but definitely something to keep going
1: uh, in, in a future episode for sure I think it's important that we start with a solid foundation. You cannot build a house on sand. And a lot of people, the first thing that they do is they jump online and they do, you know, post these pictures or they start a blog. And the problem is that your communication will not be sharp because you didn't do the fundamental work of understanding the inside aspects of your personal brand, which is what is important to me How do I help people, what kind of people do I help, what are the end results, what are my services or how can they collaborate with me and why me, like why shouldn't they follow another person, how do I help them, how do I inspire them, what can they expect, what is my medium, so you need to answer these questions first. As a, as a foundation, like basically almost like a mini business plan or as your guidebook. When you have that, then you can go online and share your story and everything. But you also need to understand that there is uh, some further work that needs to be done, for example, on the outside, because we expect people to look in a specific way, to walk in a specific way, to talk in a specific way. The people that I work with, they are interested in building a thought leadership personal brand. So there are certain boxes that you need to tick to be perceived as as a charismatic thought leader, which is all based on the fact that we have designed societies that are obsessed with beauty and success and everything. And there are specific symbols that you can use to show people on a subconscious and conscious level that you're smart, that you're successful and that you're trustworthy, which is, in the end, the core reason why people will decide to work with you, to support you. Yes or no.
0: We need to go through these. I have a feeling you need to come back. Would you come back? I would love that. To talk about all of that because uh, we've only gotten through your story today, which is fascinating and fabulous. Um, But there's so much to learn here. Uh, Think, Natalia, what a pleasure it is to have you. But we're going to come back. We're going to talk about all of those boxes that we need to take to uh, build ourselves as, as the people that we want others to perceive us as. So thank you so much. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.